The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hello to everyone listening out there. We're back with another episode of Ask the Landlord with our favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City, Pittsburgh, and Lafayette, Louisiana renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. Here's my question for today, Albert. How do I prove if I can pay the rent if I don't have a monthly salary? Like, what if I'm freelance? What if I'm a retired person? What are some some options for those people? That's a great question. Hi, Melissa. Hello. You certainly have a lot of experience being a renter as well. So, um, you know, I think this question, the answer to this question goes to uh, the packaging of yourself uh, when you make your presentation to a landlord. So usually landlords check for three things, really. One, and the most important, one is your ability to pay the rent like your income, Um which is what you're asking about. So usually landlords are looking for 40 times the monthly rent in gross annual income. So just that I'm saying that, okay, that's for you, right? Then another way to think about it's the same number. It's 30% of your gross annual income is what you could afford to pay in rent for the year. Usually that's how they think about affordability. Okay. So just using, um, around numbers, if I just pick, uh, say 60, $60,000 a year in annual income as a number, you could afford one fortieth of that as a monthly rent. So it's $1,500, right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you take that, you multiply it by, uh, 0.3, right? 30%. And then it becomes 18,000, 18,000 divided by 12 is 1500. Okay. okay. So that's I the number, that. that's the number that landlords are looking for. So that's one item. We'll come back to that. Okay. That, that's sort of, that's the bogey that we're looking for, right? Got it. The second part of being approved for an apartment is your credit score. Usually good credit, they're looking for above a 680 or something like that or 700. And then the third is usually, um, and the fourth, right? Third is like usually like no prior evictions or something like that. And the fourth is usually like uh, some kind of recommendations or something from a prior landlord, okay? So your package is based on those things, right? Right. So let's, so you're asking me about, income specifically. So there's a few things to do. First of all, you're saying like, let's say you, let's say you're taking a year off sabbatical, right? Right. And you haven't worked, but you have a lot of money in the bank, right? So you would show the landlord, Hey, you know, I have good credit. Um, I have enough money in the bank to pay you. I've paid my other landlord, you know, I have no issue. Here's that story. So obviously you're making a picture together, right? So that would be one answer. So you have to show bank statements, like print them out, give them the that actual would be, bank statement? That, yes, okay. that would be helpful. Like what mm-hmm. what we 
going back to the question of how do you prove income, you could give W-2s, you could show uh, pay stubs, bank statements, things like that. Yes, very often when we're looking for qualifying a person, they, you know, confidentially share bank statements so that we could see, you know, what income they're earning, how much they have in the bank to be able to pay the rent. And and you're basically looking for, you know, the thing that we just said is like, oh, okay, well, the rent is, let's say, 1500 a month. And, you know, you have to see that they have enough money to do that, you know. Um, so that's one answer to the question that we would see, you know, it's a part of a package of somebody, you know, for whatever reason. Then another thing that if there's someone can't show the, let's say someone's new, got a new job, right? And maybe they get a letter from their employer about what they will be earning, what they are earning, but let's say they're new, whatever, and they come. So maybe they need someone to sign for them. So in that case, let's say they don't have an income of 40 times the rent, you know, but they have a, a person that's willing to sign for them, with them. As a guarantor? As a guarantor, that, okay. right. So that guarantor obviously has to be able to pay their own payments plus this. So usually for them, the they have a higher bar of demonstration, meaning 100 times or something like that instead of 40 times. So what would be some options for someone who's freelance? Let's say they don't have a pay stub. They don't, let's say some months they do really well and other months they make a couple hundred dollars and they don't do well. You could show, How do you show that? You could show a tax return, you know, that shows the income that which, which we've seen before. Um, like I said, it's a whole picture. So you say, look, we, uh, you know, it's not, your letters of recommendation are very important. Um, you know, you could always offer to prepay rent, as well. Right. You know. That's an option. Um, and then there's also services um, that help enhance your credit, which we've discussed in the past, uh, and I accept as well, is let's say you don't have a guarantor, you don't have, right. but you, know, you have the other requirements. And let's say you're in a competitive environment as a renter, and you want to put your best foot forward. You want to get accepted for these apartments. And you're like, in a in a competitive, you know, if there's someone that's really qualified, how do you compete with them? You know, right? Right. What that's, do I do? How do that, I stand out? That's certainly, that's a concern, right? That's mm-hmm. a concern. So you could, like I said, you could have a, you could have a good uh, package that you're creating by um, having referrals and all that. But there's also services that today like the it's the guarantors there are companies that you can pay as a renter for like insurance for you that tell the landlord hey landlord i you know this person we're a third party we're going to stand up for them because they're paying a little bit of a premium right so that um those are things that go into that consideration. So it's more, it's not just your income, it's a package. Uh, it's about packaging, how you package yourself. Um, that's why it's good. It's important to have a good relationship with your existing landlords because you want them to say something about, you know, you to the next landlord. 
uh, regardless of your income. So that's like something to consider, you know, when you're doing that. Um, putting up money, like we talked about, um, getting a service like one of these, the guarantors or insure rent or one of these services, which, you know, maybe we'll have on the show. Um, so, or demonstrating you have money in the bank or something like that. So have you ever had anyone be very creative? I don't know if this is the space for someone to do it, but I'm just picturing someone, let's say they want to stand out from the rest and they send you a video. Have you ever received like a video application of why you should choose me? I'm the best renter. I've, I've never, I've never, <laughs> Not yet? I've never had that. I've never. Any, okay. That, and would, no one's, that, would, that would be something though. Right? I don't know if you've seen the movie Legally Blonde, but like she makes this whole video to get into Harvard and it works. So. I haven't seen If that. it works for the movies, you know? Yes. Maybe we could have her as a guest on the podcast and she could tell us all about it. Reese Witherspoon, yes. I would love that. that would, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, no, I'm just thinking like to stand out. People are very creative, especially, I mean, especially in New York and everywhere. And I was just wondering if that's. Yeah, that, I think that's yeah. good. I think I think ultimately you're looking for. Stability. The landlord's really looking for an answer to how how someone's going to pay, you know, and sugarcoating it is not usually work, doesn't usually work. Right. So it's like, you know, I think letters of really recommendation, uh, uh, you could get business references too, you know. Uh, those anything like real stuff like that shows the landlord, hey, this is how it works. You know, has anyone ever tried to offer you anything to get the to beat other people to stand out? You know, I know you would never accept a bribe, no, but has anyone no, no. ever offered? No. Well, first of all, people would be interested in paying more money. I guess you know when you have a competitive deal and you have the same. Uh, offer out to people you have you know you're gonna take the best package so sometimes people mm-hmm. say look I'll pay you more money you know right um what we've done and I and I we, we talked about this what I've done I've done personally uh, when the market was very competitive for ourselves um we put together like a little bit of a package that shows to the landlord hey here's who we are here's who's going to be living there mm-hmm Here's what, so I think it humanizes it mm-hmm, without course. going over the top. I, 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 so to the extent you could humanize it and tell the people, hey, look, I'm this and this. I do this. My, my, I do this. My wife does this. My kids do this. They go to school here. Yeah. We live in the area. We like it. Here's why we're living here. Here's where we like this place. You know, I'm not, it's not a love letter, but it's just like, uh, here's who I am, you know, without giving them some Knicks tickets, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've been doing business for so many, and I I do think though there are things that landlords care about, um, which you know you you can offer as well. You could say, look, I've been you know for example you you know I've been a a good tenant in a few places, and I I have this relationship with a landlord where I have a podcast that I'm doing for him, so I really hey. I, I understand what it is to be a good tenant. So you know that that's something that certainly. Uh, um, useful, helpful, you know, it's not going to hurt you. Can you imagine if I put this, like if I put a link at the bottom of an apple, I would do it. I would absolutely do it. You see it. what I'm saying? It's, you bring it yeah, up. There's, I mean, you know, it makes I sense. Think, 
I think what you're I, a good thing you're saying is it's not, it is about the money, but it's not just about the money. It's about painting a picture, humanizing the person, bringing this person to life for the landlord so they can see, okay, like this is why they want to live here. This is how they're going to improve the community maybe, you know? Yeah. Things like yeah. that. I mean, I, I have a light tangent on that for you for a moment. Go ahead. It's not always about the money. And this, I'm going to say that to you, to your point. I know a guy, okay, where they live in a building and the unit, another unit in the building went for a very, very high rental price. I was curious. Why did that go for such a high rental price? It's like totally weird. So I so, said, and then what turns out was the person who's renting it is putting it on Airbnb. Mm. So while... Yes, they're paying a high price and they're renting it on Airbnb. It's creating such a problem for the people in the building because it's like a hotel room. Like, mm-hmm. right? So, this guy, he has the money to pay. He's paying the landlord a big price, but he's not using the apartment in a way that's effective or nice or good for the building. It's good for him. Right. It's not. Or her. It's not compatible for the others in the building, right. and it's a nuisance almost. So you, probably. So you I trade mean, off. You you make a trade off there, and you say, well, even this person could afford it, and they're and they're paying a high rent. It's not about the money. It's like, is that the kind of oper? It's illegal. Is that the kind of operation that you want to have in your in your building? You know, as an owner, as a landlord. So those are, or or as a tenant, do you want to have that around you in your building where? There's people doing all kinds of stuff, you know, uh, that you don't know or showing up with luggages every few, every day or whatever it is. It's a whole different, right. you know, thing. I have, a, I have a really quick story about that. Right during the pandemic, when we were in Miami, my parents were trying to convince us to move here. And we did put an offer on a house in like Hollywood and it was really nice. And we there were 18 other offers. It went for like 100000 over ask. And a lot of the competitors at that open house were investors. And the owner was showing the house and she loved Alan and I because we were like a young couple, you know, trying to settle and have a life. And I think, I don't know who she chose, but it was a lot of investors at that time, probably yeah. going to Airbnb it or who knows. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that happens all over. It's- it does. And I think um, for an, in a house situation, and I've often seen that. The people who live there for a long time, they care about like who's gonna live there because there's nostalgia about the place. Like when Absolutely. we sold our house, you know, I, I'm like we go visit it. You know, we see, oh, you remember your house? You see it, you know. So you care about what's gonna happen to it. Uh, a little yeah. bit of nostalgia, but ultimately, you know, <laughs> it's one of the factors that makes a difference. Um, so. I think so. So just present yourself with the whole package. Try to give every document you can. And just, again, another another flowing theme is the communication. What do you want yeah. to see? What can I provide you're, for you? You're, you're telling a story. And one part of the mm-hmm. story is the income could be money in the bank instead. You know, the landlord wants an easy and understandable way that's proven of how they're going to get paid. And if you can prove that, that's what they're looking for. All right. Thank you so much, Albert. All right, everyone listening out there, we have a new little feature we're going to debut today. If you have a question for Albert, we set up a hotline. So we want you to leave us a voicemail on the Ask the Landlord hotline 
And here's the number, 646-580-3015. You can call in, leave a message, and then maybe your question will end up on the show. How about that, Albert? That would be great. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The number one more time, 646-580-3015. Ask the Landlord Hotline. We'll see you next time, everyone. Thank you. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at AskTheLandlord and check out his TikTok at AskTheLandlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.